on FM, on DAB, and up to date on social media. We are Radio Newark. Radio Newark Sport. Brought to you with Smith's Timber Merchants. For all your fencing, decking and DIY needs on Appleton Gate, Newark. Visit smithstimber.co.uk. On tonight's show, the new season has started for our, new, for our young golfing star Charlotte Maiden. And we look forward to what's in store for her in a very busy 2019. The Twins look back at the National Cross Country Championships... And Graham updates us on all things Striders. Yes, this is the renowned Radio Newark Sport. And there are the, some of the young names that's had a good sporting weekend. Amy Hunt ran a lifetime best 7.35 seconds in the semi-final of the women's under-20s 60-metre semi-finals at the English Group Championships. There's a mouthful for you at Sheffield. And a couple of hours later, she went faster to take gold, 7.34, which makes her the ninth fastest all-time UK under-20 60-metre runner. That's not a bad statistic, is it? Chloe Hubbard only finished 32nd and not in the top 30 as predicted by Gareth Bagley on his show a few weeks ago but still a fantastic result for the New York Athletic Club's current queen of the track other noticeable results saw Olivia Mathias 10th in the under 20 women and the Basingham Bullet Linton Taylor 12th in the men's race Alfie Briggs-Price travelled to York last Friday and by all accounts was very unfortunate not to get his hand raised Alfie boxed well, running rounds one and two, and maybe sharing round three. But as the win was announced, the New York ABC stars and coaches expected another win. But uh, what was that Tony said the other week about boxing and home victories? That's exactly what it was. New York Hockey Club's under-10 girls and under-12 girls have both qualified for the Midlands in two hockey finals to be held at Wolverhampton. On to football and hat-tricks from Harry Troop and Tyler Coy. Elk Collingham under-18s beat Lincoln United to progress into the semi-finals of the Steve Archer Cup against Bottisford on Sunday. And after last week's 14 goals, it was just 11 for Farndon Colts as they demolished Limby to stay in third place of the Notts Youth League under-18 division. Long-time favourites for the title, Long Bennington, are now in serious danger of being overawed after a 6-5 defeat by Skegbay. And a bad day for Gary Atwood's RHP Colts as they crashed to their first league defeat of the season. 5-1 at Immingham. Uh, but before we go to Charlotte, um, we need to talk to Mr Smith about the football news of the day. Where did you get that one from? What? The Basingham Bullet. I thought it was quite good. No, that's, that's, that's Hotspur stuff, that is. It's the, absolutely it's superb. The Basingham Bullet. <laughs> Gareth Bagley. Um, <laughs> the news of the day, Brendan Rogers. Is he definitely going? Well, it looks like it. Half an hour ago, he's, he's, it's all but is uh, verbally agreed to go. Now, are we looking at this? On <clears throat> one hand, he's running away. No. Because... Stephen Gerrard is about to take over because Rangers beat him just before Christmas. No. He's had it so easy up there, Tony. I mean, you could have managed Celtic to a championship. Yeah. He's running away two months before he was going to win the treble. Treble. Surely win that and then go. Because one year ago, he was saying how brilliant it was at Celtic and the fact that he had the back in and it was the best job in the world. He's now leaving them for a middle-of-the-road club that can win nothing. You know what I think about Scottish football? I absolutely love Scottish football and all things Scotland. What um, what the bloke's doing is getting back into professional football. <laughs> and apparently, um, the man that's going to take over from him, the man that's going to take over from him is Neil Lennon. Oh, my God. Really? I mean, that's great. Good old Neil. How the heck have Celtic come up with that brain plan? That is staggering. It re really, really is, because 
What happened at Hibernian is really, really interesting. Hibernian are a very quality football club. People in Edinburgh know how to do football clubs. They understand football clubs and they run them very, very well. It's the same as Hearts at Tynecastle. But Hibs have done it very, very well. They've, they've said, we've parted company with Neil Lennon with mutual consent. That means Neil has been told to go quietly and they don't have to say horrible things about him. If Celtic wants him back, oh my goodness. He's, um, you know, he's, he's got a reputation in football as Neil Lennon and it's not a good one. So um, I don't know really what the people at Parkhead are thinking of, of doing with that one. Well, he's back there until the end of the season by all accounts. Yeah. Uh, the second piece of footballing news is, of course... Um, Forrest have won the Brian Clough Trophy, and yes. I, I've seen that you've been spouting about yes, it today. Yes, I, 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 I think it's absolutely lovely to see Forrest back amongst the silverware, and I'm sure they'll proudly parade the uh, couldn't-cut-it-a-top-club trophy in the next next game, probably. Yeah, it's just, it's just jealousy, because it's played for by the two top clubs that Brian Clough managed. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The two top clubs that he managed, the one that he failed that remembering very well as well. Brighton. <laughs> Scottish football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our um, star guest tonight, and um, we only have the very best in on this show, of course, don't we? Um, Charlotte Maiden joined us last year, um, first time at Sport HQ, talking about all things golf. Um, she's our, our young young golfer. Um, the new season's just got underway, so we thought it was high time that she came back into the studio, <coughs> um, reminded everybody of what she did last year, and look forward to next year. So, Charlotte, welcome back to Radio Newark. Hi. Hi. I see you've, you've grown about a foot since we last saw you. <laughs> so the fact that you've grown about a foot, does that mean um, mum and dad have got to find you another set of golf clubs? Yes. Um, a guy at Golf Addiction is getting me my new golf clubs. I'm not sure when they're coming. They should be coming around this week. Excellent. And how many times, I mean, is that almost once a year then? Because obviously you are, you are, how old are you now? Ten. You're 10, so you, you are growing. So how, how long does a set of golf clubs last you? Around two, three years. Mm, I think Dad's da Dad shaking his head at that one. <laughs> <laughs> one, to two, one to two years. Yeah. Okay, so, but how long will it... Once you've got the new clubs, how long will it take you to adjust to them? Um... Around maybe a month or so. Right. Maybe more. So, in that month then, do you do any practising at all? Or, or is that... Sorry. Do you just practise and no tournaments? No. Um, I'm assuming I'll do, like, some normal golf tournaments and then maybe go for the big ones after that bit of practice. Once, once you've got the clubs bedded into how you want to, yeah. to use them. Tony here will tell you he was a golfer at one time. Sometime Still between am. now and Still 8 o'clock, he will tell you about... <laughs> it's, it's like riding a bike, you never forget. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. But we've got a proper golfer and we've got you. So if you want any tips tonight, Tony, yeah. ju just ask Charlotte. Well, no, I'll, 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 <laughs> I'll give you one very consoling thing. When you're 10 and you start growing, you need new golf clubs. When you get to my age and you grow, you want to grow outwards so you can use the same clubs. It's quite good. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not one of those fat people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi, am. Is she stopping long? <laughs> <laughs> Good girl, Charlotte. One, Tony, nil. Right, let's um, let's look back first, Charlotte, if we can, on last season, and tell me, tell the tell the listeners what you achieved and what you did last season. So last season. First, I went back and did the European Championships in Scotland. That went okay, not the best. And then, straight from that, I went to the World Championships in America, Pinehurst. Um, didn't do so well in that after. After that, I did... I worked, When we were practising on the range, we did a quite a bit of practice and then nailed it and then got... And then I won the British Championships at Celtic Manor. Then I went to the Wee Wonders Grand Final in Scotland at St Andrews. Then I've done a few club events, um, European Junior Tour events and Robert Rock events. 
Well, I've just done my first one. Okay, and tell us, tell us how you got on. Um, I did. I didn't do so well in the World Championships or the European Championships, but the British Championships was okay, and the We Wonders Grand Final was um, quite good. Club events went well and went bad. European Junior Tour, some most okay, some not that great. And Robert Rock Tour events, well, I've just had my first one, so that was okay. So what what was the real highlight of the year? Ooh, the real highlight was probably the British Championships, which I won. That's just a bit of a highlight, isn't it? Tell us, can we go into more detail about the British Championships? Just tell us where it was and what it was all about. So it was at Celtic Manor down in Wales somewhere, I think. Um... <laughs> And then I've, and then like, it's about who's the best golfer in Britain. You, I think you've got to qualify, haven't you? Yeah, so you've got to qualify for it. And I got through, um, that was good. And quite a few people do play in it. Um, you, I met quite a few friends there, and the course was hilly. So, you are the current British champion. Yeah. Simple as that, isn't it? You are the best. What age group is is that then? Um, around nine. So the nine to the nine, nine to and ten, ten age yeah. group. We are talking to the number one golfer in the UK. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Told you she was good. <laughs> At your age, Charlotte, do you play off a handicap? See, I know. Tony plays off an handicap. His handicap is about 50. <laughs> what do you play to a handicap? Yeah, so it's just been narrowed down at the most recent tournament I've played. It's 26 now. 26, brilliant. What what was it last year? It was 36. And what's the the aim? The aim's to get below 20. Okay, and uh, that's for this year? Yeah. That's the target. So when you come back and see us in autumn... You're going to tell me it's below 20, aren't you? Yeah. You really are. Dad! Good evening, welcome back. Good evening. Um, we said before, you're obviously so proud of her, you must be so proud of her, but uh, what's it like having a British champion in the house? Um, she can be a pain in the backside sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of a diva. But all things considered, she's a very, she's a, she's a good little kid. She's a good kid. And um, you, you're still getting the... Um, the petrol miles. <laughs> I don't get any mileage money. <laughs> I'm going to put the miles on the car. <laughs> when she's earning a fortune, though? If she's earning a fortune. No, when she's, when she's <laughs> earning a fortune, then she'll remember Dad and all this driving, won't she? I'm sure she will. <laughs> if she doesn't, Dad can remind her. <laughs> what, um, she's gone up a year, and she's explained that, that she's gone up a year. Um, yes, it's a new set of golf clubs, and um, we've said that. What's the other marked changes for her that's going to happen this year um well she's working on her core fitness at the moment and that's going to be the biggest differentiator for her i think um she's um she's using um paul farkerson at spectrum physiotherapy in newark who's a very uh, well established um sports physio and um he's set her a lot of exercises to to help her her strength and that's already i mean she's been doing that since christmas and that's already produced fantastic results and uh, and is that this is the the first time that really fitness has has, has come into it then is it yes yes uh, it's, she's never worked on her on her fitness before and uh, it's made a big difference to just, I mean, obviously, how long is she driving? I mean, is this, you know, how does the fitness make a difference to, well, to a golfer? Um, she, uh, she had a bad habit. She had a bad habit and she would bend her, her, her back. And um, really trying to strengthen the, the, the her back was the biggest goal, I think. And that's resulted in um, 
a more stable posture and it's allowed her to get more more ball speed actually just because she's she can hit it uh, straighter with less um less um variables really because she's she's accurate she's accurate when she hits the ball absolutely brilliant so um when we come back we're just going to go and quick have a quick phone call when we come back we want to find out what we're going to look forward to this season and some of the places that you're going to and some of the, okay. what you're what you're actually hoping hoping to achieve but the question i, I always ask and i asked it last time she came in um the amount of time i know last week was half term so that was okay school has still got no problems no they're very supportive i mean we um we try not to take her out of school wherever possible but unfortunately national events are always run in somebody's school holiday and yeah. that somebody doesn't have the same <laughs> school holiday as nottinghamshire <laughs> that's right so there is going to be a time coming soon when you've got to decide whether we go in school or or golf isn't they potentially but she's not there yet she's not there yet i mean we have a few more years. Yeah, I mean, there are plenty of young golfers out there that um, that are homeschooled, and by the age of twelve, I think it's I guess it's when they go to um, high school, um, they're going to make the, the the decision whether they're homeschooled or not. And we're not there yet. Charlotte likes school; she likes her friends, and uh, I don't think taking her away from that is, is going to benefit her. No, not yet. Right, we're going to talk to the twins, the Newark Athletic. We're going to come back to Charlotte, and Charlotte's going to look forward to. A new season of golf. Okay, it's 20 past seven. It's Tuesday. That can only mean one thing. It's the twins. And this week, Tony's going to be talking to them. Hello, twins. Hi, are you all right? Are you both there this week? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's okay then. Um, I believe it was a National Cross Country Championships at Leeds at the weekend. Yeah, it was, yeah. So fire away. Tell us all. On Saturday, we had the National Cross Country Championship at Highwood. Was it Leeds? <laughs> yeah. And first of all, we had Jasmine Braithwaite in the under 15 girls who came 376. And we had her brother, Thomas Braithwaite, under 15 boys, who came 331st. And they both had really good sprint finishes and both enjoyed the races. And we had me and Lauren in the under 17. And we both had an enjoyable run, and I finished 205th, and Lauren beat, and Lauren came 214th. So I've got bragging right. <laughs> Josh Clee in the under 13 boys, who was a great 270th place, and for his first cross country, he did really well for his first nationals. Um, we also had Olivia Mathias in the under 20 women, who came home in an amazing 10th place, and Laura Bates was also in the same race and ellie white who came home in 73rd place and ellie finished in 83rd place so well done to all three of them as they managed to finish as the seventh team overall in the under 20 women's race um then in the senior ladies we had chloe hubbard who had a storming race with a 32nd place um and for the last race of the day we had the men's race with a total of 2600 finishers for the entire race Thomas Hubbard had a great run, finishing 860 place, and was the first new at home, followed by Tim Bagley in 1,025th, Oliver Crampton in 1,338th, and then Gareth Owen in 1,396. So it was a great team effort by all four men. And finally, we had Linton Taylor, who is now an athlete of Leeds Athletics Club, who also had a superb race, finishing in 12th place, and the Leeds win the team overall, so they got the trophy. So well done to him and all of his Leeds team. Excellent. Another good win for Leeds. I'm sure Mick will be happy about that one. <laughs> <laughs> what have you got coming up this weekend? We haven't actually got a race this weekend. I don't think there's any race. Next weekend we've got the Intercounties, and the weekend after that we've got English schools. But it's just a nice break this weekend. So <laughs> that'll be nice. And you've got some nice mild weather to go training in tonight. Yeah, yeah, it's actually really warm. So nice. I want to say it's warm. <laughs> yeah, it's just going to get cold again, isn't it? It's I was going to say. Cold. <laughs> I, think, I think warm might be stretching it, but it's um, it's it's it's, it's, a, it's, it's certainly decent weather to go training on in, at, at the minute. Do you prefer sort of decent, sort of mild weather, or, or do you like it with a bit of a nip in the air to make the sprinting easier? Oh, I like. I prefer mild weather. 
Yeah, I mean, when I used to do a bit of running, if you're running when it's throwing it down, everybody looks at you when they drive past as if you're daft. But that's actually the, the best weather for, for pushing it and training. Yeah. <laughs> well, good luck for, um, in, in, in the training. And, um, yeah. when, when you actually next in action, if you're not, if you're not out and about this weekend. Yeah, it'll be a week on Saturday that, um, at Intercounties Cross Country in, um, well, no, Cresswold Hall in, um, Loughborough. Right, well, all the very best to both of you and, uh, the, the rest of the athletic club at that one. Thank you, have a good evening. Thank you very much, you too. See you later. Speak Bye. to you next week. Bye. Thanks to the twins and now, um, senior athletics correspondent mr tony smith <laughs> <laughs> senior in in every word yeah um, what okay. widest correspondent yes yeah yes um okay we're going to get back to charlotte in a moment but um we know daddy's proud we know how proud is dad but i did say if you go through the door you talk on air and we're ever so pleased tonight that that Charlotte's mum has joined us, and there's microphones being thrust in her face from every direction. Um, welcome to Radio Note, mum. Good evening. Um, I know you said you didn't want to to have a chat, but um, you know, he's never got used to that yet. It it, it it's else my fingers. The world are good. The more people to talk. Um, we know how proud Dad is. What's it like? For mum to have a a superstar daughter, all daughters are superstars, aren't they? But you know, a sporting superstar. Yeah, of course. I mean, we're very proud of her. She, you know, she's um, it's, it's it's a tough call. It's a bit of a balance. We have to balance her schoolwork with her golf uh, and her friends. Um, more importantly, you know, she's still got to be a kid. And and whilst we we train a lot over the weekends, and we, you know. Half term, she was golfing probably, what was it, four days out of the five that she was off through half term. Um, we st we still have to make sure that she still gets to play with her friends and do the friends things, um, uh, you know, not golf related. That, that That's, I'm, I'm, we, we know the school's good. What what school is it? Let's, let's get a Lose school shot. Okay. Lowes Long's um, junior school. And, and Lowes Long are In a South good Long. sporting school. So when good. we do the primary school football and, and netball, they're always there or thereabouts. They are, yeah. Um, where will she go next? Uh, Minster. Minster. Yeah. And they're another sporting school. They are. So, yeah. I Hopefully, think, just a supportive. I, I think we're safe. Yeah. I think we're safe there. Yeah. The, the one that interests me, and you actually did allude to it, are friends. Yes. Because the youngsters that do come in here are absolutely and totally dedicated to the sport that they do. Now, Charlotte is going away from home for times period of times weekend she's hardly ever there yeah that's right um she's now fitness training is it does it worry you at all or has she got a band of friends around her that know she goes to play golf but they are still yeah friends? exactly her, her friends from school are, are very supportive of her i think as well um you know she's quite secure in her friendship group at school um, but also, golf does does provide her with her own friends in that that environment as well. So, um, you know, a lot she's she's got a lot of golfing buddies um, that she loves to spend time with. And I, I think for her, because she is very sociable, um, for her, a lot of the time on the course is is dictated, and how well she does actually is dictated by um, the friends that she plays with. Um, so yeah, it's, it is important. Um, but I think you know. I think in golf as well, she can have she can have friends. For now. It's, it's interesting because I, I, I always try and measure them against my grandchildren, if you like. And, and Thomas, the oldest one, is he at Newcastle. There's three schools. You go to nine, uh, you know, five to nine to one of them, and then nine to thirteen at your middle school, and thirteen onwards. And he chose to go to a school where all the of his friends was going to. So he could make a new set of friends there and have a set of friends that is rugby as well. And Charlotte has pretty much done the same thing, hasn't she? It's worked like that. She's got a set of friends at school and a set of friends at the golf clubs. Yeah, that's right. I don't know how long that will last in terms of golf friends. I think once they become over-competitive, you know, when they start um, they're playing the national, um, the national competitions, particularly, you know, girls' competitions... <coughs> um, 
that friendship sometimes becomes a little strained and get you know once once, you, once you're playing with your competition things change um and i think that changes probably at a certain age maybe 13 but for now when she goes to play golf she plays golf with her friends which is lovely it's really nice to see and that, that's how it that, as such and, and that tony is, is really how it it should be shouldn't it because at that age you play for enjoyment i know somebody has to win but you also play with a group of friends yeah i mean um um mum said something very important there that you know it's, it's important that she's you know still a kid as well and, and, and that you have your usual kid things growing up as well as the uh the the, the major sporting concern in your life because you've got to be it's the best years. When you get to our age, it was the best years of your life. No, and no, I, I disagree with that. These are the best years of my life. Having that's because you're working with me. Having met you, Mick. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Before we go back and, and talk to about last week, the one thing I did want to mention at the top of the show: uh, our speed skater that came in last week. Oh yeah, um, Freddie Polak. Yeah, he has qualified for the Europa Cup finals to be holding Rostock sometime in March. Wow. So, fantastic. Yeah. As, as, he's another one that you see when, when he gets to be world famous. Remember the first radio show he went on? <laughs> yes. That's yeah. it. Charlotte's making a note of that one. Good. Because um, we, we, we've never been to America, have we? We've never been to America. And that's where all golfers go, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yes, that's where all that's golfers go. That's why I've going. never been. <laughs> um, right, let's get back to the star itself. Charlotte, last week um, was half term. Um, you spent half term doing not quite what everybody else was doing. Talk us through last week. Tell us where you went and talk us through it. Um, so I went to a place called Bognor, and in that we went to what's it called? Goodwood, um, Goodwood Golf Club. It was a two day event, and I obviously went there for a practice round before. Um, the practice it was freezing cold on the practice <laughs> round and i say freezing um and on the second round it started to warm up quite a lot and then the second round was what well, the first round was really hot as well not not really hot but as in like uh, warm, uh, warmer, warmer, the warmer yeah there, yes <laughs> and um then we well i went round with with people that I don't really know that well, and it, I made new friends as well. But like, I guess I played better than my handicap on day one. But on the second day, I kind of I didn't play as well as I thought I was gonna do. But I nearly got nearest to the pin, but then it was actually around six feet or maybe ten bit too far it it was nearly a hole in one but then it um rolled over the hole and went too far dad's absolutely dying to say something in the corner here no it, she just got a she she almost got a hole in one on the on the first on the first hole out if, if she gets a hole in one does dad have to buy everybody a drink uh, well she can't afford it <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, she hit the ball straight into the hole, and it lipped out and rolled off the back. So, it, uh, not off the back of the green, but just rolled six six feet out. Okay, I, I'm I'm not a golfer. So, are you a golfer, by the way, Dad? Not really. Not really, Mum. No. I, I, remind me, where's the golf come from then? Um, Granddad. Granddad. Okay, it's Granddad. That's it's Granddad's fault, is it? Right. So, gra was Granddad a golfer? Um, yeah, he was a golfer a long, long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> he still is. <laughs> yeah. He's still a golfer. Do you, do you go and play golf with Grandad? Um, not all the time, but sometimes I play with him, yeah. And I bet he really loves that, doesn't he? Yeah, I can, yeah, that would be just perfect, wouldn't it? Is he giving you tips all the time, telling you how to do it? Well, or are you telling him how to do no, it? No, <laughs> sometimes he gives me a few tips, but sometimes he likes to watch me. Okay, I, I'm not a golfer. Mum and Dad are not particularly golfers. Tony thinks he's a golfer. You are a golfer. <laughs> <laughs> it intrigues me that, like you yourself just said, Charlotte, one day it can be brilliant, mm. 
Mm. And the next day you can do exactly the same as you did the previous day and it doesn't work. <laughs> why? Because it's... You practice, you practice, you practice. So, why? I don't, well, it's... Um, it doesn't work with you any day, I know, but... No, but it's... Um, I forget who it was who said it. I think it might have been Lee Trevino, but he said... Or it might have been Gary Player. One of them said, the more I practice, the luckier I get. And, and golf is very much a game of luck because you will approach a shot and you think right from where i am now to the pin is a six iron and you will hit the six iron on monday i used to, I, I i played golf when i retired from the advertiser I, I i played golf um for three months solid 36 holes a day seven days a week monday you will hit the six iron and it will land within an easy tap in tuesday you will hit the six iron and it will go miles past. Wednesday, you will miss the ball completely. Thursday, you will hit the six iron and it will land next to the cup. And that's what golf is like. It's not down to ability, I'm convinced. <laughs> so it is down to ability, Charlotte, isn't it? But <laughs> what, what Tony's just said, though, it, it, it does have a point. And how annoying is it that you can do that same stroke on five different days and probably get five different results um it's really annoying <laughs> you see um, the answer to that was i get the same result every time <laughs> wasn't it <laughs> what sort of bowler are you <laughs> well it is quite hard to deal with that because it's just you isn't it and there's and there is own you because it's not the club's fault it's not the ball's fault it, it is you and it's one of the only sports where you know you are to blame if it but, doesn't go right you know there's nowhere to look is they but when i was at the advertiser and something went wrong then i would get very angry and during my working day at the advertiser i probably got very angry about five times an hour when something goes wrong on the golf course you take a step back and you look at nature all around you and you think ah well and you shrug your shoulders and take another club out so charlotte the question is when it doesn't quite go right this is what i've been building up to all this time when it doesn't quite go right <laughs> for you how do you address it how do you put it right again or is it just try and try again well first i blame it on the ball and then <laughs> <laughs> good well, girl if i don't i look for something to blame that's the idea <laughs> and then and then my parents say that it wasn't the ball and it wasn't the club and it was the it was the wind or, and it was yeah, me yeah and then um <laughs> i go over to my coach and she says how did you play and then i say not the best please can we work on such and such and then hopefully we'll address it through practice Let, let's talk about your coach then because it is all down to coaching Let, let's talk about your coach how many times do you go and see your coach a week and, and, and where are you based uh, about once a week um i go with alison johns at woodall spa golf club because that's where you was going last year when you come to see us i'm over to woodall yeah and is she making you a better golfer um yes actually she's helped me a lot just thank you just tell me again how old you are ten <laughs> she's brilliant i mean 10 years old tony and yeah. she's brilliant going on 25 uh, yeah going on 25 <laughs> yeah. absolutely brilliant. this is um a good a good time because i don't want to get through the hour without mentioning it. um one of the group is missing that came in last time oh uh, yes billy joe is missing billy joe is missing okay are you going to tell us where billy joe is and what billy joe is doing Yes, so Billy Jo is in Portugal right now at university and she's currently, um, she's just played a competition, um, the PGA Pro Tour, Portugal Pro Tour, um, and she's done really, really well. So are you, are you, are you missing your best friend then? Um, quite, uh, well... A little bit, yeah. I mean, she's the best amateur. So, you want to be the next Billy Joe, then, do you? Yeah. Yes, that's <laughs> that that that's what we're getting. 
what what's coming up next for you you've had you, you've had the week down south when it was freezing cold um what what have you got what's next on the charlotte maiden list of uh 2019 golf tournaments well the next major is the european championships down in scotland i mean you know she just reels this off to oh i'm british champion and the next major is the european i mean come on this is brilliant <laughs> you know i mean fantastic so european championships in scotland whereabouts in scotland i'm not sure this is dad's job oh yeah it's at musselburgh where's musselburgh Scot- scotland musselburgh is edinburgh mr smith come on try and no. you're supposed to be the scotsman in here well you see me i know nothing about muscles <laughs> well well hidden <laughs> um, <laughs> when's that um i'm not that sure actually when is it around the end of may so as british champ no pressure here by the way as <laughs> british champion what can we look forward to you achieving at the europe what do you want to achieve at the europe what would you be happy with um to get below 10th place top 10 finish yeah a top 10 finish i think that would be fantastic wouldn't it to be one of the top 10 young golfers in in europe and you know she's got to be with a chance hasn't she surely she's got to be with a chance she's british champion uh the british championships again this season i, I take it that's every year is it yeah yeah um, so you've got you've got a trophy to defend that's a little bit that's a little bit difficult for just instead of going out there actually defending it because everybody will want to be better than what you are because you are the best simple you, as you see last year um i did it and one of my friends beat me um and i got second place oh year before last um and then i just came again and topped it off to get first place topped it off to get first place <laughs> sweet um one quick question before we go to our ne- next phone call um even at 10 years old do you have to wear because golfers always wear funny clothes no they don't <laughs> they do they wear funny trousers and well bright tops and everything i don't clearly i'm in my golf clothes now well you don't then i've told <laughs> off again isn't it? well yeah i love being told <laughs> off by these youngsters so you like a nice bright pink top when you're out there do you well this this is a jumper i've got a white top underneath but <laughs> yeah um I usually go for plain things. But have they got to be, um, have the proper brand names on and everything? Yeah. Yeah. They've, they've got to be right, you know, not just any old pink top. It's got to have a, a brand name on it. What's your favourite brand? Ooh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I bet mum and dad walk very fast past the golf shop. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and Something like garb, um chili dipper no don't say chili dipper you'll think it's a food (laughs) (laughs) right uh, we're gonna have a quick um, rush off and find out how the striders and me getting on and then we're gonna come back and have another last five ten minutes chatting to our um i love talking to her she's brilliant she's told me off at least three times i think she's she's absolutely brilliant (laughs) we 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 must um have a chat we've been talking off air about um, when they go away and Tony's just fell off his chair because he's just been told a week at St Andrews is £1,500 and Tony's ne- never spent £1,500 on anything in his life and he's, he's not likely to. Um, but somebody who is used to the high life, of course, because he's been to Whitley Bay for a few days, is um, is Graham Welsh, our um, Striders stat man. And Graham always joins us on a Tuesday to tell us how the Striders have got on and this week is no exception. Graham, good evening and it's all yours. Good evening, uh, Mick Tony. Good evening, everybody. Something that doesn't cost £1,500, in fact, it costs no pounds at all, is Park Run. And on uh, every Saturday morning, 9 o'clock, uh, lots of striders and tens of thousands of, of runners and keep fit uh, um, people around the country uh, take part in Park Runs. And we had a busy uh, Park Running morning on Saturday. As, it, as you might expect, quite a few uh, Newark striders were uh, out and about running the 5K at, uh, at Newark. But not just there, we were led people at uh, Kingsbury Water Park, which is in the West Midlands, Fountains Abbey, which is described as uh, Britain's most scenic park run, Poolsbrook, which is in Chesterfield, and uh, we had a, a bit of a day out for 
many of us, about 29 of us, to be, to be precise, over to Belton House. And of those 29 striders and their sort of family members that did the Belton House part run, 21 of them got PBs. So uh, really good uh, sort of park run Saturday morning. And uh, we weren't finished on with, with Saturday. We are just doing the park runs. On Saturday evening, uh, four striders were over at Crowell in Lincolnshire to do the a new event, actually. It's the Knights of Seven Lakes. Sounds very dramatic. Uh, it's a 10K uh, torch run. We had uh, David Cross finish that event in uh, 49 minutes and uh, 16 seconds. Um, next uh, home was uh, Philippa Clark, 50 minutes and 37 seconds, and Jess Gordon, 51 minutes and 28 seconds, and Stacey Atkins, 1 hour and 6 minutes and uh, 3 seconds, and Stacey was one of the 21 people who got a park run at uh, Belton House earlier in the day, so a very busy day of racing for our, uh, our Stacey. On to Sunday, and uh, again, something else that's... Uh, that, that doesn't cost anything to take part in is the Trust 10K. So, um, yeah, big thanks from, from runners all around the country to the National Trust for putting on monthly 10K events. And we had uh, people at Longshore Trust 10K, uh, pretty tough 10K, that one. Uh, Thompson was telling me that it's the toughest 10K he's ever, course he's ever run on, and he covered that in one hour and four minutes, 27 seconds. And Anthea Moisey, a regular in the reports, uh, one hour, 19 and 57 seconds. And then over at Plumber Park, we had five people taking part there. Andy Sirs, Leslie Butlin, Brian Thompson, Chris Craig and Tracy Partridge. And we had some uh, uh, enjoyable um, reports from the sprint finishers in, in, into, the, into the finishing line between uh, Tracy and, uh, and Leslie. And just a bit of fun, but Leslie, just a bit of fun there. But a uh, very enjoyable trip and, again, cost-free at uh, Plumber Park there. So what's coming up for the striders? Uh, the coming weekend, there's a few races taking part. I think the one that most striders will be in is the Beaver Challenge, which is, a, um, again, a sort of um, a cross-country, long-distance event. You get the choice of doing 15 or 26 miles. It's a pretty uh, uh, arduous uh, uh, course broken up periodically by uh, uh, plate to cake, I understand, but uh, still, cake aside, it's a pretty tough event. And uh, the Ashbourne 10 and the Cambridge Half, I'm sure there'll be a few people, two people from New York Striders in those. And next month, well, I can't believe it's the uh, end of February already, but uh, March is on its way, and next month we've got a really busy month. We'll have uh, lots and lots of New York Striders over at uh, Redford Half Marathon. That's our typically our sort of best-attended half marathon from the club. We usually have about 30 uh, people taking part in that. And again, I think we'll have a good turnout this year. We have our um, Park Run Striders Takeover, where our um, Step Into Striders group, the uh, Couch to 5K group, will graduate and do their 5K, cheered on by uh, New York Striders and lots of other people from Park Run. Got a couple of 20-mile races, if anybody fancies that, Ashby 20 miles, and uh, a new event, actually, which we're looking forward to. I'm taking part in this one, the Knots 20, that's a 20-mile event, unsurprisingly, in Nottingham. And uh, we've got a, a bit of excitement in our training sessions. We've got uh, the next, the second of third, uh, second of three um, uh, tr- sort of training sessions on the track with a visiting top England Athletics coach. So it's been busy this year so far, and uh, March looks like no let-up. Busy month ahead, mate. And it's going to get even busier and busier. And, of course, you know, thinking about it, we're, what, seven, eight weeks off the London Marathon? Yeah, so... Uh, We've got a few uh, mar- spring marathons coming up. We've got people going to Blackpool, London, Paris, um, yep, uh, uh, Boston. We've got quite a few spring marathons coming up. Apologies to any that I have uh, not mentioned there. But, uh, yeah, we were talking about the marathons, I think, in the coming weeks. And these two 20-mile races, the Ashby 20 typically, uh, traditionally and the Knox 20, I think, will take its place as well, are really part of the final preparations for, the, uh, for many people running those Big marathons, it's the, uh, we really start to uh, sort of tune up and, and, and get ready for doing the 26 miles arduous, uh, arduous courses. Do I go to the Paris mar- Marathon or do I do the Blackpool one? <laughs> Paris, Blackpool. Paris. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the one I would go for as well. Brilliant. Graham, thank you so much. Um, 
Graham, of course, always does a report for our social media pages. And uh, if I could remember when I scheduled it for, I would tell you. But let's put it as it's scheduled between somewhere between now and the end of the week. Um, keep looking to our social media pages because there's some lovely photos that he always sends us as well. So um, have a look forward to them, everybody. Um, Graham, we'll catch up with you again next week. Yep, Thanks. Bye bye. And of course, all the sports reports as you send them in go onto our social media pages, so Facebook and Twitter. We, um, well, Radio Newark is Radio Newark Sport when it comes to social media. Um, just before we go back to our guest, a quick mention. Um, anybody who's been around the local football scene for as long as I have will have will know will have seen will have spoke to Barry Clark at Clipston he's been part of the Clipston setup for as long as I've been involved in 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 in, in sport a lovely lovely man taken very seriously all last week he is in hospital um Barry or of any of Barry's family that listen to this get well soon Barry because he is one of the gentlemen of the local sports scene Barry Clark there is really Mr Clipston he's been with him in the good times he's been with him in the bad times he's still there week in week out and Clipston without Barry this weekend will not quite seem seem the same it uh, it it really won't so Barry please get well very soon um just um if we can just put the back mic around to mum again please um because again it's a subject that we talk about on a fairly regular basis um your daughter is the british champion in her age group with a little bit of luck and i don't mean that wrongly because every sports person needs luck they need luck to stay fit not get injured um and a lot of skill that she has by the time she reaches billy joe's age she's going to be every bit as good as billy joe hopefully <laughs> um at the moment my guess is the golf authorities will put their arm around her give her a medal and that's about your lot why in this country with all sports don't our authorities associations want to know them because surely at this age is the age when you start nurturing and bring them if you go over to holland and belgium and countries in germany countries like that they become part of yeah the national club and and and, and they're brought on but here if it wasn't for mum and dad and I, i got a look from charlotte during the break when i said that she was lucky she's lucky in the fact that she's got you two as mum and dad yeah, she is. She's she's very lucky. Um, you know, it's 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 disappointing, really, when we spend we do spend a lot of time. You know, like she goes to the the um, US Kids European um, champs, and she goes to the the World champs, and and uh, you know, e- even with Billy Joe, actually, um, at, at that level, funding and support and training opportunities are few and far between. They, you know, it's 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 really hard, particularly in in I think for girls in sport. Um, to be able to afford their training costs, their accommodation costs, their travelling expenses, it's, it's, it's a big ask. It's, you know, you, you've got to have um, parental support or somebody supporting. Um, you know, so, so for Charlotte, we'll be, you know, we'll be looking maybe at 12, um, depending on her handicap, she might be incorporated into a, into a, into a regional training squad um, where they get some training support. Um, and then you know under 16 you get a little bit more and you know so, so there are opportunities there but certainly not like there are in other other countries particularly uh you know the us where we go we went to the worlds um and in europe as well the europeans so um when we were up in scotland you had full full squads there french us koreans italians with all of their media teams their full um you know full array of of swing coaches and um they're, they're, yeah physios they were, they were all there with the kids and charlotte's um, got mum and dad and charlotte's got mum and dad yeah that yeah. sums up i mean no disrespect but that sums up the difference how we treat our youngsters and our other countries yeah it's, you know it's, it's 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 hard it's, it's hard to to be able to support when you know, when she's playing against these people with 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 a team of fifteen plus, 
you know they're they're they're, they're, they're teammates. So um, you know, and, and we we just don't do that as a country. The UK, the UK don't don't support in that no. way for and the, the youngsters in any sport. And Tony and I get wound up about it on a on a regular basis. Charlotte, it, time's running out very quickly. What's your favourite golf course? Ooh, I have no clue. That's that's too hard a question. Yeah. Mm, one of them i would probably say just picked one as the hotchkin Where, where's that that's lost me woodall spa woodall spa right okay i thought he was gonna say celtic manor because you you've played the golf course that they played the Ryder cup on mm. it's a bit it's two as in two well the time i played it was a bit wet but it was too hilly for me well, it's in Wales. It's bound to have. There'll be lots of yeah. hills and sheep and things like that. <laughs> Daffodils growing and all, all things, things like that. Um, okay. It doesn't get around much. No. <laughs> what, we've said what you're hoping for in 2019. If you can come out with that top 10 finish in the European Championships, you're not going to the Worlds this, this time, are, are you? No. So, But you're not that really bothered about that either. No, I mean I got through, but just too much money. Yeah, and again we're back to the subject. Was on with with mum about it's you know it can't, it's got to stop. It can't. It's just not bottomless, is it? I'm Um, quite happy with it though because I don't really want the flight. (laughs) (laughs) So um, the European Championships and the the British Championships are the two focus events for the year, aren't they? Yeah. Right. Well. The best of luck in both of them. We'll keep an eye on you, what you're doing on on your social media pages. And Dad, will you keep keep telling us? Yeah, I'll keep, keep you up to date. Keep keep us informed of, of of what she's doing, and we'll try and tell everybody else in Radio Newark World. Charlotte, thank you for coming in again. Thank you, you. You're going to come and see us again later on in the year, and yeah. we can have a look back at 2019. Can't we? You can tell us if that handicap. Yeah, has okay. gone down to where you want it to go down to because everybody's heard what you've said so you've got to go out there and make it now yeah i'll try my best i'm sure you will mum and dad thank you for bringing her in and thank you for contributing as well even though mum wasn't going to say a word <laughs> thank you for having us tomorrow night mr smith um your favorite yorkshire football manager is going to be the yeah. first of our golden oldies until i found out he supported chelsea that was Mr. Paul Hyde is coming in tomorrow night and Paul's <laughs> going to tell us about his life and times um, in football, playing football and managing in football. So that should be uh, interesting, to say the least. <laughs> this is fairly straight talking, so we look forward to that. Yeah, um, there I, is still have, to- you got, have you got the beeper? Exactly. <laughs> there is still time tonight to get yourselves out to Station Road because Collingham are playing Stavely in the quarterfinals of the Floodlit Cup. So that was a kick-off at... Uh, four minutes ago to be honest so you've got plenty of time to get out there and um and cheer collingham on ball no doubt tell us the result of that tomorrow night i suppose depending on the rules that is even a good mood or not charlotte thank you so very very much we'll see you tomorrow night with paul high we are-